Brother and Sister Bear liked to pretend they were super bears. Brother liked to be Bat Bear. Sister liked to be Spider Bear. Honey was their sidekick, Cubby Bear. Bear Country, a Bear and State Bear Cast. I am your host, Phil Gonzalez, and did you miss me? Did you miss me? Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Phil, you've been here the whole time. There was only one week off from the show, and that was a couple of weeks ago. Well, surprise, surprise, ladies and gentlemen, all that stuff was recorded a long time ago. I haven't recorded a new episode of Deep in Bear Country in a couple of months, so I'm a little rusty. I'm a little off my game, but I'm also a little excited because this week we are looking at 2015s. The Berenstain Bears are Super Bears. Now, wait a minute. You are undoubtedly asking yourself, why 2015? Aren't there a ton of other books from 2013 and 2014 that you haven't looked at yet? Yes, I have. I'm trying to line up guests for those because they're stories and books that I don't want to discuss by myself. So I was like, well, what books are coming up that I feel comfortable talking about by myself? And lo and behold, there's this book about superheroes in 2015. 2015. By 2015, we were like a decade and a half into the superhero movie research, or just not, I was going to say resurgence, but just surgence. For the first time in Hollywood history, in world history, superheroes were taking over the box, had taken over the box office. We had had, of course, superhero movies in the past Superman, Batman. That was. That was kind of it. I mean, I guess we'd had Blade, but that wasn't... Most people didn't think of that as like a superhero movie. Uh, superheroes were usually considered box office poison. Then we had X-Men and Spider-Man, and that just changed everything. Then the Marvel MCU came along, and that changed everything again. And then there were crossovers and just a billion other... You've been, you, if, you have been, if you've been alive for the last 15 years, just you know what I'm talking about. Now, of course, superheroes have been around... You know, since the 19, what, the 30s, 40s? I mean, you, we're not going to get into the difference between, like, mystery men and, you know, just costumed heroes and what a superhero is. I believe superhero is also a copyrighted term, if I'm not mistaken, or was that challenged? It, let me know. Uh, but superheroes in 2015 were going strong. We, we had, of course, been for a couple of decades by this point talking about how we were all tired of superhero movies, but we kept going to see them. And we kept enjoying them. Uh, in 2015 alone, we had um, MCU's Ant-Man. We had the MCU's Avengers Age of Ultron. We had the terribly confusing fan four stick that came out. We had comedies like Super Bob. We had parodies like Turbo Kid. We had animated films like Batman vs. Robin, Justice League, God and Monsters, Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. We had documentaries like Bat Kid Begins, and we had stuff for the little kids like uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes and Marvel Avengers. We had Lego DC Justice League Attack of the Legion of Doom. Uh, we had ripoffs like The League of Superheroes, and we had direct-to-video cartoons like like Batman Unlimited Monster Mayhem, Batman Unlimited Animal Instincts. I guess what I'm saying is we were still crazy about superheroes. Oh, and also uh, the I just love the fantastic uh, 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 mockbuster Avengers Grimm, which tried to play off the popularity of Marvel's Avengers, but also the popularity of the Brothers Grimm because they tried to make it like it's the Avengers, but against like fairy tale monsters. It's a 
terribly cheap movie. In any case, 2015 uh, saw the appearance of The Berenstain Bears Are Super Bears by Mike Berenstain. This is an I Can Read beginning reading level one book, uh, and it is charming. It is delightful. I will go so far as to say it's the best Berenstain Bears book ever written. That's a lie, but I will go so far as to say that. I hope you aren't put off too much by the lie I just told. But it's not an unenjoyable book, partly because it's a simple story that makes sense, uh, and also because it involves superheroes in the bear world. And you know me, I love it whenever there are Berenstain bear world uh, parallels to... Uh, our popular culture. So it begins, of course, with the Cubs dressing up like their favorite superheroes. And these are elaborate costumes. Uh, Brother is dressed like Bat-Bear, but he looks like Batman did. Remember when Batman, like, went insane and he thought he was, like, a multi, like, a colorful creature from another world? I can't remember. He, like, went inside himself and he communed with, like, his inner spirit. He was the Batman of, like, Tyr Nanog or something. Let me know what it was. I'm not going to look it up right now. Brother looks like that. He's got the cowl on with eye holes. He's got, but it's red. He's got a red cape and red gloves. He's got a lavender outfit with a red bat buckle and red knee pads. And of course, stirrup pants because they're cubs. They wear stirrups. Uh, it's like this weird other world Batman. It's Batbear, which, and it's one of those things that makes sense. Man, bear. We are men or women or non-binary, but you know, we are humans. They are bears. Uh, bat bear. Uh, you see, uh, he's in the living room, and he's looking at a bat bear action figure. And behind him is a, I assume, Batmobile. It's the Batmobile. It's basically more or less Tim Burton's Batmobile, uh, but it's in bat bear colors. And we see on the ground, I think these are supposed to be comics. Some of them are comics. I assume they're all comics. Uh, and one is bat bear. Now, sister like to be Spider-Bear, and this is a really weird costume, because it doesn't look like Spider-Man's costume, what it looks like, and this is for all you DC fans out there, it looks like the Blue Beetle. She looks like she's dressed up like the, I mean, just, she looks like she's dressed like the Blue Beetle. Uh, I mean, I understand why they didn't make her Blue Bear, but she looks like Blue Beetle, the, the colors, the, the hood, and you see the Spider-Bear action figure, and it's got like the clear dome eyepieces look like Blue Beetle. Uh, you see a Spider-Bear comic. You also see Spider-Bear the movie, but it still looks like a comic, so I think it's like an adaptation. You see a comic called Amazing Spider-Bear, which means that there are... The comics in Bear World do differentiate between the Spider-Bear title and the Amazing Spider-Bear title. Like, that means that their version of Marvel has has marketed Spider-Man to death. I am sure that there is, like, Spider-Bear-verse. I am sure that there is, like, spider like uh, like the Incredible Spider-Bear. I am sure that there are Spider-Bear spinoffs. Spider-Bear. Uh, and the Spider-Bear action figure is climbing down a web, and we see, like, just webbing on the floor, so I guess she has, like, toy webbing. And we also see what must be the Bat-Bear version of the Batwing. It's on the floor. And then we see Cubby, Honey, dressed as Cubby Bear, which isn't, I guess, any particular sidekick. But she's dressed like Cubby Bear, which is a uh, a green, it's a green, like, one piece with a yellow cape, yellow mask, uh, yellow, like, drawers, underwears, and uh, red, like, big red rubber gloves. And, of course, her mask is a heart on it, so you know she's Cubby Bear. And also on the mantle is a, just a picture of Grizzly Gramps, which is 
Funny because he doesn't play any role in this, but it, just so you know, Grizzly Gramps watches over us. I bet this photo of Grizzly Gramps is like the bare equivalent of Elf on the Shelf. Like, don't misbehave or Grizzly Gramps will come and get you. Uh, also, we see the owl lamp in the living room. So, already, oh, and Sister Bear is standing on the coffee table, which is against the rules, I would say. But this is a fun picture. It's it's simple. It's it's the, it's your basic. Uh, it's not the most elaborate artwork, but it's very cute. It's very detailed. Uh, it's it's a fun picture of the bear striking superhero poses. And as you can tell, uh, the bears are you know everyone gets to be a superhero in the bear family. Everyone gets to be oh, and Sister Bear's spider bear costume is a bow on top just so you don't forget who she is in any case so the plot of this book is very simple uh the it's about the cubs pretending to be superheroes they go outside and they look for villains the first villain they encounter is the male bear who's delivering the mail they call him dr sleezo and accuse him of stealing the mail now sleaze to one degree or another is a very common villain term in the bear world uh, I believe Sleezo is the villain in the in the Space Grizzlies cartoon. Uh, Sleezo's Cloud Castle, I think, is like the is the is the toy that they're playing with. So, what we're seeing is he's pretending to be Bat Bear. She's pretending to be Spider Bear, and then they have a made up sidekick. But a lot of the lore they're going to be pulling from, a lot of the drama of the story they create in their imaginations, is going to be pulled from Space Grizzlies. So uh, just just keep that in mind. Uh, but it's Doctor. They accuse the male bear of being Doctor Sleezo. He's a good sport. He plays along. He says curses foiled again, and then he just goes on with delivering his mail. They're not demanding too much of these people. They're good cubs. They're not. Bo they don't want to bother you too much on the job. Now we encounter the the uh, the trash trash truck workers. They don't call them trash bears, uh, which I appreciate. Um, is it, it just refers to them as 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 workers? They they are on they are on the trash truck. They empty trash cans. They are not trash bears, which I guess they I guess maybe Mike was like, it just seems weird calling someone a trash bear. So this time, Sister Bear is like, oh no, it's the Space Grizzlies. The Space Grizzlies are coming. Now I always thought Space Grizzlies was kind of a generic term. I thought that the Space Grizzlies. We're like the masters of the universe. Like it was just sort of this generic branding term that could refer to like the super, the heroes and the villains. But Sister Bear seems to seems to be using Space Grizzlies as the term for the villains. Which, if you look at the at the series Bible for Masters of the Universe, does inform you that originally Masters of the Universe referred to the bad guys, the uh, Skeletor and his and his uh, henchmen, because they were trying to be the masters of the universe. Kind of like Lord of the Rings is about, is, the, is what is the name of Sauron. Sauron is the Lord of the Rings. That is not the name of the hero. But of course, we just let that go after a while. So maybe Sister is trying to adhere to like, she's like, no, really, in the original Space Grizzlies story Bible, uh, like, you no, know, the, the, the Grizzlies were, were referring to the bad guys, uh, Dr. Sleezo, and not to Hero. Uh, so we're going to play that. I don't know, but she refers to, she refers to their garbage truck as their Grizz ship, which is pretty, pretty awesome. In Space Grizzlies lore, do the bands, is the name of the band's music, uh, Grizz? Are they Grizz Whalers? Let me know in the comments. Uh, she says they want to steal our super pods, which is what she's referring to the garbage cans as super pods. And we need them for our superpowers. So my question is, 
do they eat garbage for their superpowers? Is that how brother and sister and honey presumably got superpowered? Does brother have superpowers? He's playing a, the bare world version of Batman who famously lacks powers. His superpower is that he's extraordinarily rich. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> does, does, does brother bear have superpower? Doesn't really matter if he does. I'm mostly just curious. So the trash bears play along. Uh, brother demands they go back to their evil planet Grizzlon. So keep that in mind as well. The space grizzlies fly in a grizz ship and they come from Grizzlon. Uh, I am going to assume he is lifting this directly from space grizzlies lore. And the workers say, oh no, we have to go back to Grizzlon. And they finish their job and they drive away. Again, good cubs not taking up too much time. Now here's my favorite. Uh, brother points up, he sees a, a worker bear uh, like a like a like a line a line bear, climbed up on top of, of a power a power pole a big a big wood pole with the power lines, and uh, yeah, with, with, and this worker has a hard hat on. There's a there's a toolbox down below. This is the first time I've ever seen a a a, a an electric pole in Bear Town that actually has like handholds and and steps like the 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 bars that you climb up. Uh, and there's like a junction box at the bottom, a junction box at the top. Like it's a very detailed drawing of something that usually gets completely ignored in Bear Town. Also, the houses in the background are adorable. They're like these giant uh, teapot. There's a giant teapot shaped house that still looks like it's built out of a tree. So that raises the question I've asked in the past, which is do they grow special trees for houses now? Do they Do they have just these abnormally shaped trees? Because the house beyond it just looks like a house. Doesn't even look like it's made out of a tree. So... At this point in Beartown, are they just now like, we've run out of giant trees. We're just going to build you some houses. I don't know. In any case, my favorite part, because Brother points at the uh, at the worker fixing the wires and says, look, it is the mad villain Joker Bear. He is trying to wreck the Supernet. This raises a lot of questions. In Bat Bear, is the Joker called Joker Bear? And if so, does that mean that in our world, he's called Joker, Joker man, Joker guy? Because he's just called the Joker. Uh, he's the mad villain Joker bear. And my other question is, it says he's trying to wreck the supernet. Now, is he saying he's trying to wreck the internet? Like the super bears version of the internet? Or is he saying that like the wires are a net that they have set up for like catching villains and he's trying to wreck their supernet? I don't know because they never clarify. But I'm going to assume that in Space Grizzlies lore, there is something called the Supernet. Or maybe in Bat Bear lore. Maybe it's Bat Bear lore. He communicates with Commissioner Grisden with the Supernet, I guess. I don't know. Uh, as he as he fights Jokerman. So that's that that's that's my take on it. Uh, Sister Bear is striking a, a heroic pose in this picture. And Honey Bear has like, she's like kind of has one knee cocked and she's holding her elbow in one hand and kind of like going like making a hmm face in the other. Honey Bear is at this point in the in 20 in 2015 Honey Bear is at a point where she is just running around with the rest of the cubs. She's still very small and she doesn't really say much. So we're going to assume she's like 2 3 and just doesn't talk unless she has something important to say at this point, I guess. Honey Bear. Uh, this is a Honey Bear who I appreciate more and more. Uh, I'm not still not a huge fan of Honey Bear. She isn't affecting the plot much. But again, three-year-olds don't affect the plot much. Uh, the Worker Bear, who works for BCEC, which I assume stands for Bear Country Electric Company, 
uh, is like, they say, you know, we'll stop your mad plot. And the, the worker who, uh, yeah, they, they, they identify the worker as a, as a male. They say he, but it could be a male or female bear. We don't know. Um, says, oh, well, my mad plot will have to wait. And he goes on fixing the wires. Now, here's the part where the book goes from fascinating, fantastic tale into the stratosphere. Here is the moment in the story that launches this bear book into a very, very rare category of Berenstain Bears books. A, a category I believe only has like one, maybe two other books in it. So the Berenstain Bears, that mean the Super Bears, not the Berenstain Bears, that's all the bears. The Super Bears, the Cubs, are walking down the, the sidewalk, looking like Leonardo DiCaprio in that one meme image of him, walking where he looks super proud of himself. They're just, they're having a fine day, it says. And it says a cub, a young cub, comes by on his bike, hits a bump, and we see there's like a crack in the sidewalk. He hits the crack and falls off his bike and hurts his knee. That's what it says. He hit a bump, it fell off, he hurt his knee. However, he's wearing a helmet. He takes a header off the bike. It wrecks the bike's front wheel. And it doesn't hurt his knee. It tears a hole in his jeans, his, his blue pants. And underneath that, underneath that hole, or I guess it's not underneath the hole. It's through the hole. We see his knee. He has a shocked look on his face. He's holding up his hands in amazement. The cups are in the background. Looks of, of astonishment on their little bare faces because... Through this hole, on the cub's knee, is a bloody scrape. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have reintroduced the concept of blood to the Berenstain Bears universe. We've only seen blood in like one or two books. I think there was like a bloody nose in... Did Tuffy the cub have a bloody nose? I don't remember. But I know we've seen like a bloody nose, and we've seen blood before. And it's never like someone got like their arm cut off it's always like someone scraped their knee it's fascinating though and this isn't just blood this is a scrape and it's a textured scrape it's a very small picture but it's well done this is a it's it's and it's that color of a scrape like where the blood is on the surface but it's not it's not bleeding freely but you've definitely torn up that knee it hurts to look at i guess is what i'm saying he's gonna have to have some bactine put on that maybe a uh uh a bandage it's going to be a pain in the butt to wash it out because he's little and he's going to cry and it's going to hurt but you got to get that dirt out and disinfect it it stinks uh but the bears come running up super bears to the rescue and at this point i'm like if i was a little kid and i had done this i'd be like i just stop role playing for a second and help help me uh they wipe his eyes they wipe his nose which is funny like they pull out i guess they have handkerchiefs on them they pull them out they wipe his, you see brother wiping his eyes. You see sister wiping his nose. He's being manhandled and, and, and Honey Bear is holding his hand. It's very sweet. Also, in the copy of the book that I have, it's a used copy. And someone <laughs> someone drew like a stick person in the background of one of the pictures. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It, and, they try, and then tried to erase it. It's very funny. But also, the, they scream Super Bears to the rescue when they go to rescue the boy. And the word balloon... Super Bears to the Rescue has three word balloon tails coming out of it. And one of those word balloon tails is pointing towards Honey, which means she is yelling Super Bears to the Rescue. So there's a line. She has some dialogue. Uh, and that's because she's so small, the, the the word bubble tail doesn't reach her. So that's where someone drew a little stick figure as if, as if there's a mysterious presence, a ghost s screaming that with them. 
Uh, they get him on his bike and help him home. So even though we see the front wheel of the bike get, like, smashed beyond our recognition as a wheel, he still manages to ride his bike home. But they come with him, and his mom is like, wow, you kids really are super bears. And she gives them each a big kiss, which is honestly uncalled for, lady. You don't you don't have to kiss all the children. Uh, they start getting hungry. They wave goodbye. They go home for lunch. They have peanut butter and honey sandwiches. They thank their mama for the sandwiches. They think they say, thank you, Super Mama. And she says, you're welcome, Super Bears. Now go out and fight those villains. And they do. They run back outside and they say, on Super Bears, villains bewares. And that's the end of the book. It's a very simple book, but I really like this one. I like the fact that we never see the cubs in their regular clothes. I love the acknowledgement of superheroes in Bear World. I love the deep space grizzlies lore that is revealed. I love the bat bear lore that is revealed. And I love that Sister is dressed like Blue Beetle, but someone was probably just like, Sister, no one knows who Blue Beetle is. So she's like, fine, Spider Bear. Spider Bear. And I love seeing the comic book. I just like, I like this book. I like it when it's just goofy. It's not trying to teach you anything, except it is successful in teaching something, which is that real superheroes aren't people who just stop villains. Real superheroes are people who help those in need. And that's what they did. They helped a little boy who had hurt himself. Be kind and you're a superhero. Like, that's it. That's it. That's a good message. It's a good bear country message if you take nothing else from the berenstain bears as i've said in the past as mike has said in the past the overarching overarching message of the berenstain bears is be kind be a kind person treat others as you would like to be treated be kind that's it just be kind be kind this is me phil now imploring everyone to please please you gotta be kind if i may quote kurt vonnegut you gotta be kind uh, nothing else in the world. And that's the long and short of the Berenstain Bears at the end of the day. Uh, there have been people, for some reason, people again recently rediscovered that the Berenstain Bears have religious books and people sort of flipping out again. And I ask you, uh, if you are, if you come across one of those conversations, don't feed the, don't feed the beast. Uh, what I would say is if you come across people being like, I didn't know that Mike Berenst, I heard Mike Berenstain was a uh, a conservative evangelical right wing nut job. I'm like, no, he's a Christian man who saw an opportunity to get books published in the at the time burgeoning Christian uh, publishing wing of of publishing houses, and it was successful, and he kept doing it. And all the Berenstain Bears religious books, even the ones that missed the mark, they're basic message is be kind to each other uh be respectful of each other's feelings and uh and that that's it like that's it we're all people just trying to get by on this earth be nice to each other that that is it that's it so when people say things like this if you come across a conversation my <laughs> call to action for you is just jump in and be like you know these books are pretty innocuous they're not trying to convert anybody because they're written for christian children and the message is usually just be kind to each other, be good to each other. It's actually like Jesus messages, like the stuff that he was actually saying. So uh, that's it. That's my soapbox. I'm stepping back down off of it. I want more bear superheroes. I want to know more about Space Grizzlies. I want a spinoff of just Space Grizzly stories at this point. Let's let's see it happen. Uh, well, I'm back. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be doing this again. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for coming here. I have two other podcasts. I have pizza toast that I do with Christy Admiral. We just got through covering Bridge to Terabithia and the two film adaptations of Bridge to Terabithia. And over on It's Del Toro Time that I do with my child Willow, we are doing uh, the next book 
in The Dark Descent by David G. Hartwell, which is a collection of horror short stories. So if you want to hear us just run off at the mouth about a bunch of horror short stories, go there. And then we'll be picking up with some movies later on. Uh, so those are my other two podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Bearcast. You can find me on Facebook at Deep in Bear Country. Thank you for listening. Oh, and this book. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, pick up a copy if you happen to find it. Uh, it's fine. It's colorful. The drawings are nice. I really like it. Uh, that's it. That's my review. Uh, and it, and it, I love, I love bear. In any case, I've talked too long. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you all next time deep in bear country.